Banker is a fellow who will give you his umbrella when the sun is shining and ask for it back the moment it starts to rain. Welcome to the Business Behind Your Business, conversations to help your business grow and thrive. Hi, I'm Paul Sweeney, founder of Predium Solutions, chartered accountants and certified business advisors, hosting the Business Behind Your Business. So today we're uh, looking at some aspects of borrowing for business, and today I've got uh, Jason Smith from Capital Plus Finance with me. So. Jason, tell G'day us a bit Paul. about you. G'day Paul, thanks for having me. So I am the Director of Capital Plus Finance. We've been around for a little bit over two years. Uh, and uh, basically what we do is we help most Australian businesses, whether they're small or medium or large, uh, find the best finance solution for them. So that might be cars, vans, utes, trucks or trailers or plant machinery. And we just, we go out there, we source what's the best finance, we do all the heavy lifting for them. So we take the pain out of it, the hassle out of it, and ensure that they're getting the best price. That's great. So um, I guess when people come to think of finance, though, um, they still tend to think of the banks as where you go for finance. Is, Is that still the case now, or are there alternatives? Well, there's a lot of alternatives. Look, businesses still do think about the banks. Um, I was just talking to, to a client of mine the other week who's been with a particular bank for over 20 years and the, you know, he wanted a $40,000 ute and they said, sorry, mate, we're not doing it during during COVID-19. And he said, but look, I've never missed a beat. I've been here 20 years and they said, sorry, we can't help you. So there's a bit of that that goes on. So as a broker, you work with a large panel. So our panel is about, about 60 lenders, uh, all the mainstream banks, but then the second tier lenders and the third tier lenders. And it's really, it's really important to, to not deal with one bank. You know, not, not all banks have the cheapest rate, and, or whether it's a mortgage or whether it's vehicle finance. Uh, so it's really, it's really working out who's who. Uh, who, who who's going to take six weeks to say no, or who's going to take four days to have it approved and settled. And that's the job of, of the broker. So I guess um, from a business point of view, having a broker doing all that heavy lifting for you uh, will save a lot of time and, and give you access to, to finance that you may not have even considered, uh, particularly if your current bank doesn't lend um, a particular t- style of finance that you need or um, in a particular set of circumstances like we're going through at the moment. So, where you know, I think um, the alternatives to going straight to your bank um, is there seems to be still that expectation that I've been banking with them for a long time. Yeah. I, they're, they're, I'm entitled to a loan with them. Um, does that hold businesses back? Yeah, look, I, I, I think it does, uh, and I, th- I think that's changing. Uh, there's there's certain banks out there that are really good at doing, you know, uh, a low doc low doc finance under fifty thousand or under seventy thousand, and there's banks out there that that, that don't want to do that at all. Uh, you know, there's some banks that do debtor finance, for instance, and some that some that don't. So it's it's, it's really a matter of. Um, Understanding what the what the client's looking for, what the business is looking for, and uh, and saying, well, look, what what's important to you here? How how quickly do you need this turned around? Uh, what's the structure that we're looking at? Is it three years, five years, and 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 what sort of monthly repayments are you looking for? So look, I encourage I encourage clients, you know, if they've got a great, if they've got their financials up to date and uh, they have no tax arrears and their property backed, which is important for, for if you want a low doc finance, meaning that there's very few financials involved. It's important that you, 
your ABN's been around for two or more years and that you're, um, you're property backed. If that's the case, you know, we, we've got a lot of choice. But if it's not the case, we're not going to be we're not going to be dealing with the bank. Hmm. You know, if the credit file isn't too flash, we, we, we won't be dealing with the bank. We've got to deal with the second second tier lenders. Yeah, and so you mentioned having everything up to date, like your financials and your tax returns and your tax uh, no tax arrears. Mm. Um, a lot of people wait till they're in trouble in terms of cash flow trouble to before they actually look for finance. Is that is that the wrong time to be looking for a loan? I think so. I think the horse has bolted when that's happened. So so we do. We do look. We do. Apart from asset finance, we do a lot of debtor finance as well because that's my that's my background. Is I, I used to um, I used to run a debtor finance company before I before I got involved as a broker. So look, it, it is. It's um. That's what I think is important about uh, understanding your profit and loss and understanding your balance sheet, and not not having to know the ins and outs, but just knowing right. I, okay, I have you know I have equity on my balance sheet, and right. Okay, um, I've made a profit this year. Um, and and yeah, this is where accountants play a pretty pretty important role is that having that information up to date, um, and and understanding that you are going to have a cash flow issue or you're not going to have a cash flow issue and everything's everything's fine. So I'm not sure if that answered your question actually, Paul. Is yeah, that, yeah. No, look, yeah. I think so because um, I think there is that expectation. Well, traditionally there's been an expectation that when I'm in trouble, the bank will be there for me. Mm-hmm. And I think we've seen a change over time that that's not the case. The bank is in business for the bank it's not in business for you um, you're their customer and they're trying to make a profit from you so um, they're also trying to protect their position which yeah. they've, they've come under a lot of fire in the past couple of yeah. years because of their lending policies so they've tightened up so I think uh, by being well prepared um, you do give yourself the option so um, you talked about planning, so planning for um, you know your cash flow requirements and how are you going to support that loan? Um, yeah. um, I think that would increase your chances of, of securing finance. Um, has that been the case? Is there more a need or a request for um, forecasts and cash yeah, flow? Look, it's not so much forecasts if we're if we're purely looking at asset finance, but um, there's really no such thing as a low doc asset finance loan now. So if you're going for a, a, a car or a truck or trailer or van, ute, whatever it is, uh, it used to be if you're property backed, if you have an ABN uh, that's been around for two years uh, and you've got a good credit score, then how much would you like? And it's, it, it was very, very streamlined, very, very um, process driven. Now it's, uh, they're looking at your bank statements no matter what. All right, so there's there's that bank st- statement software that most lenders use now where they're, they're, they're running it through you know a, a process of going, Yes, we're okay to do this, or we're not okay to do this. And then, if they're not quite happy with what they say, see with the bank statements, they're then looking at financials. So banks, um, banks have really tightened up. No matter what um, our prime minister is saying about you know uh, loosening the flow of credit to small businesses, and no matter what the statistics from the ABA are saying, on 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 the ground level, um, banks are just as difficult to deal with. This SME loan guarantee scheme, um, we've talked about this before, Paul. Look, the, the They've lent billions of dollars, um, but geez, I tell you what, um, they've said no to five times as much. Um, and basically, forget about getting an SME loan guarantee scheme if you had any sort of trouble with profitability prior to COVID-19. It won't happen, uh, no matter how much the government's guaranteeing that. And I just better tell you my favourite quotes about um, bankers. And I think it's from Mark Twain, and we won't do much bank, bank bashing. We'll, we'll, we'll move Move, move along after that. But Mark Twain, uh, I think it was Mark Twain, he said, a banker is a fellow who will give you his umbrella when the sun is shining and ask for it back the moment it starts to rain. Yep. And that's, um, you know, that's 
always how it's been and it's how, how it is more than ever now. So we, it comes down to really you've got to manage your business well and you've got to know uh, what your figures are and what your cash position is and act before it becomes a problem because when you do get to that situation like uh, that's when the bank's going to be calling you to pay back not uh, calling you to lend more money that's right yeah yeah, yeah exactly it, it's, it's really it's really important uh, if you have to finance have a good credit score have your financials up to date don't bounce checks or what we call now dishonored dishonored payments on, on a bank statement have all that under control and it will be fairly smooth maybe not with a bank but a non-bank possibly with a bank but if not a non-bank lender who's got just as good interest rates mm. but you've got to make it easy for them yeah so actually you, you've mentioned this credit score a mm-hmm. few times now so let's um let's just get some clarity what actually is a credit score and why should a business be concerned about it Look, businesses should be very concerned about it because most lending out there not not all lending but most lending out there is matrix based which means there's a there's a score that you need to have above depending on the lender as to whether they will approve a deal or not so um, a good score anything over and this is I'm referring to Equifax here which is the, the major you know uh, major company that does the, the uh, credit scores there's a few others out there but a good score when you think of Equifax is anything over 700 it means you're in the green uh, 900s fantastic anything below 500 gets it tells the data tells the lender well there's a chance that this person's going to default and the lower the score the higher the chance of defaulting and rightly or wrongly that's what they that's what they draw on mm. um, they they look at that pretty closely so there's it's you've got to protect your credit score like there's there's no tomorrow and um, just recently I think about a year ago uh, they introduced comprehensive credit reporting and what that means is that the banks and the credit card companies are now sharing that information with Equifax so if you've got a ANZ credit card or you've got a Macquarie credit card or, or you have a mortgage with uh, St George that's going to show on your on your credit file and if you happen to pay that mortgage late or that credit card payment late, it's going to show on your credit file. Uh, if it's more than 15 days, it gets a number put to it. And the, the, the longer you know you take to pay, not the whole amount, just your minimum payment or, or your mortgage payment, uh, the higher that number goes. So that's what comprehensive credit reporting is mostly all about. And that just destroys a credit score. Mm. Uh, I've seen I've seen clients go from 700 to, to 300 uh, by, by not paying their credit cards on time. Mm. And the other major impact, apart from court actions and defaults, obviously, um, the other major impact on your credit score um, would be um, too many inquiries. Mm. Uh, what what they, they call a busy file. You know, if you're if you're inquiring uh, every month about some sort of finance, um, that's that's an issue for the for the lenders. That just the algorithm says that you're you're more likely to default. So it's really important. Um, to pay your bills on time, pay your credit cards on time, and um, and and don't make too many inquiries. So don't don't shop around to, to ten different lenders uh, or submitting an application on, on a on a vehicle. Mm. And I guess that also comes back to why you a business would need to use a, a broker, uh, particularly an asset finance yeah. broker, mm-hmm. um, because you can do a lot of that vetting for the client and say, well, hang on, that's not appropriate for you. You're going to get knocked back there, yeah. or you need to improve. Um, you know, what's the, uh, I guess, you know, is it more successful uh, or can you prevent some of those um, false inquiries? Or? Yeah, for sure. Look, you know, I'm obviously, um, <laughs> I'm, I obviously feel pretty strongly about, about you know, people using a broker. But look, it's, it's just a simple matter of, um, 
if you if you go to the wrong broker or you just go, well, I'm with I'm with X Bank, I'm going to go do it there, and then it's a no, and then you go, well, I'll try that bank and do it there, and it's a no. You're wrecking your credit score, and the first thing they're asking is, well, why why has there been two inquiries here? So, a broker's job is to know um, what what the credit policy is with with all those lenders, whatever area that the the client fits into. Um, and, and to know that, all right, they've been around for one year or two years or, or they, they own property or they don't own property, where should we take this? So, you know, they call it workshopping. Uh, they, don't, they don't submit an application to three or four different lenders. They just discuss what's going to be the best, uh, the best outcome for the client. And then, and look, with a lot of our clients, we make sure we know what their score is. As a broker, we've looked at their credit score without impacting their, their, um, their, their file uh, because we're a broker, not a lender. And we uh, we see uh, we see where the best place is to place it. So we do we save that heartache, and we save a lot of you know saying to people, look, there's not a solution for you at the moment, mm-hmm. and that might be a brand new business. They've only been around for three months, and once they get to once they get to you know six months, in some instances they can get some finance, or twelve months in another instance. So that's what it's all about, mm-hmm. just taking the hassle out of it for the client. That's good. So I think just wrapping it up, I think uh, we've talked about being prepared and planning. Mm-hmm. So we'll get your finances in order and, mm-hmm. and know where you're at. Um, do your research or act, or better still, get a professional to do the research yep. for you. Mm-hmm. Um, know exactly what you need and make sure you make your payments on, on time. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And the last thing is, I know there's a lot of uncertainty out there with, with COVID-19, but if you are putting your, your finance payments on deferment, do not expect to get more finance. It's not going to happen. It won't impact your credit score, but you will not get finance while your payments are on deferment. And a lot of people didn't realize that. Mm. Because I guess the whole, whole point of putting it on deferment means you don't have the capacity to pay. So that's right. Nobody's going to lend you more money if that's you how don't they, have the capacity to pay. Yeah, yeah. That's, how, that's how the clients, or sorry, businesses should have seen it, but they saw it as... Well, I've got a bit of a payment holiday here and I'm not sure what's going to happen, so they whacked it on hold. Mm. Mm. Well, some great advice there, Jason. Thanks for your uh, tips and I'm sure that people are going to benefit from, from listening to them. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. Do you have a question you'd like our team of experts to answer? If you do, send your question to podcast at thebusinessbehindyourbusiness.com. To hear more from The Business Behind Your Business, don't forget to subscribe using your favourite podcast player. Or you can visit the businessbehindyourbusiness.com website.